Many folk used to dwell away north, a hundred miles or more from here at the far end of the Greenway on the North Downs or by Lake Evendim. Up away by Deadman's Dyke, said Butterbur, looking even more dubious. That's haunted land, they say. None but a robber would go there. The rangers go there, said Gandalf. Dead Men's Dyke, you say, so it has been called for long years, but its right name, Barleyman, is Fornost Erin, Norbury of the Kings. And the king will come there again one day, and then you'll have some fair folk riding through. Homeward Bound. Old Barleyman's quote here is, I think, a great indication of the state of the world, or at least the North, during the time of the War of the Ring. What was once a proud land where kings ruled and brought law, justice, peace, and culture is now a smattering of myths and legends that men living just leagues away will not go and see for themselves. It's also a fine indicator of the victory of the enemy in his earlier machinations. Long had Sauron brewed his vengeance for the heirs of Numenor, and his victory was almost complete against the northern kingdom. Arnor is, during the war, completely annihilated reduced to bands of wandering rangers. As chance would have it, the remaining chieftains maintained their royal lineage from father to son, and those efforts of destiny became manifest in the person of Aragorn, son of Arathorn. But Strider is heir to a broken kingdom whose time has not yet come. Left to him and his kindred is half a continent's worth of ruins and memories. The North Downs are such a repository here was once a thriving portion of the kingdom of Arnor, and later its successor kingdom, Arthedain. Now the place is largely the home of roving orc bands, brigands, and thieves. The once majestic seat of Fornos is now called Dead Men's Dyke, and remains a place of fear, though rangers go there still. For us adventurers, it's both better and worse. Things are more civilized than they appear to be in the books, but also more dangerous. Fornos is completely inhabited by evil, Whites run rampant and towns burn, but there are settlements and camps there of rangers and lesser men. It is both wild and tame. Most players approach the North Downs from Bree, though there is a westward border with the Evendim region and another entrance further west at Nenharn, and yet another now that the Wildwood is open. But for the majority, the first site of the North Downs is the ruined town of Trestlebridge. Right from the start, this is a huge discrepancy with the book. In the north, besides Bree and the surrounding towns, the only settlement of men we can see in the books is the Forsaken Inn, and that's barely mentioned in passing. What could a complete town be doing here, and why have the orcs destroyed it so? We come to find that orc raids have become a greater problem in recent times, go figure, and that Trestle Bridge has borne the brunt of the damage. The lore book tells us that Trestlebridge is a settlement of Bree folk that arose to support trade along the Greenway during the time of Arnor. It fell to ruin but slowly was rebuilt and now finds itself in trouble again here in the present. Due north up the road leads us to the fields of Farnost, where Sanding Stone has taken the idea of Dead Man's Dyke very literally. The fields are haunted with ghoulish hounds and ghosts, shades of the fallen kingdom of Arnor. The road takes us straight to Fornost, which is, as I said, home to hundreds of orcs now. Little is known of Fornost. It can be safely said that it was built by the Numenorians, but after the formation of Arnor. It seems to be a capital city, 
but fell into disuse when the king relocated to Anuminos, and then resumed the role once Arnor was split as the capital of Arthedyne. It was toppled again by the Witch King, and now, at the time of the war, it is only a makeshift gathering place for the rangers. Turning east, things get weird. At Amon Rife, there is an enclave of villagers who have fled their farms thanks to orc attacks. Further east, we see those mostly abandoned farms and wonder why they're here and if people actually live there outside the game. Surely Barleyman would not have spoken of the area with such terrible awe if it were known that farmers hung around up yonder way. This is further complicated by the instance of Stoneheight, a full village that is under siege. But the final bit of civilization we get in this area is Esteldin, Hidden Hope, a secret ranger base apparently built upon the ruins of a former town called Dolendir. One possibility is that the farmers and relatives of the Dunedain, or the Dunedain themselves, who maintain the land to benefit their cause. We know the rangers are wanderers now, but it doesn't seem completely outside the realm of possibility that there were some farmers mixed in somewhere. Dude's gotta eat. This little theory is evidenced further by one of the quests we get in Esteldin, Ruins of Arthedyne. We are called to investigate the history at various homesteads. Each of these belonged to some kind of minor lord or land-owning family in the former kingdom of Arnor. And as it so happens, one of the remaining farmers is an heir to one of these families. Possible, but not probable. Essentially, Standing Stone, and Turbine before it, took the opportunity to make North Downs a peek into a possible past and present of the heirs of Elendil. Maybe not all of them were rangers. Maybe some were farmers or craftsmen or the like who clung to their land by their fingertips over the years. It's an interesting foil to the remains of Rudhour, just south in the Lonelands, and the smarmy bands of hillmen that infest the ruins there. On the one hand, you have a goodly civilization of people clinging to a significant past, on the other is a ragtab people worshipping the shadow. Even further east from Esteldin, we find more and more parts unknown. A settlement of the Earthkin, a war camp full of orcs, and to the north, a gateway to the evil land of Angmar. This might be one of my favorite sites in Eriador, a wretched monument to the Witch King and his minions a sign of welcoming power to orcs and evil men, but a horrible warning to those who side with good. North and south of Esteldin lie more bastions of good, settlements of elves and dwarves. Both are there on errand. The dwarves have found old mines now overrun by the dower hands, even old Dory has tagged along. The elves are come to revive what used to be a refuge and is now defiled by orcs. In the climax of that book of the epic story, the three factions, the men of Trestlebridge, the dwarves of Othrakar, and the elves of Meluinen, are brought together by the rangers, led by Halbarad, to stand against the coming armies of orcs. So there's really a lot going on up here in the North Downs, for a zone that was probably envisioned as a lonesome place with only the odd wandering ranger there in the hills, it has become a center point for the arrival of many different factions fighting for control. We catch a glimpse into what was and what could have been, and the honor of one's lineage. It is a beautiful zone, and one in dire need of a revamp because, as anyone will tell you, the quest flow just isn't really there. But go there, 
and be reminded that the king will come again there one day. Thank you for listening to Beneath Your Feet. For more information on the show, please visit anchor.fm slash L-O-T-R-O-B-Y-F. From there, you can find links to share the show across all platforms. You can message me or send me a voicemail, which might just be included on the show. You can also leave a tip. Any support, review, a share, a dollar is all very much appreciated. Today's music comes from the Lord of the Rings online soundtrack. This episode was written and read by me. My name is Derek, a.k.a. Shoreless, and we'll see you next time when we go Beneath Your Feet.